I wanted to jump in very quickly before you enjoy the edition of 15 Minutes with a Mentor to tell you about the newsletter that we recently launched at Recruitment Mentors a few weeks ago. It's called Limitless Learning and the whole premise and and, and purpose of it is to directly send you practical advice, tips and tactics directly into your inbox that can help you improve as a recruiter. The feedback so far from the three editions that we've released have been fantastic. For example, the last edition was on five questions you can ask on a business development call and why. And I want to tell you about it so you can join it. You can subscribe completely free. You can go to recruitmentmentors.com forward slash limitless hyphen learning. That's recruitmentmentors.com forward slash limitless learning or you can go on recruitmentmentors.com and you'll get hit with one of those pop-up messages where you can sign up but i want to tell you about it if you're here to learn and develop then why not get direct tips and advice directly into your inbox so sign up and join the thousands of other recruiters that already signed up that are motivated to be better than yesterday enjoy the episode Welcome to the Recruitment Mentors podcast. My name's Hisham Azuz. We're back with another edition of the 15 Minutes with a Mentor series where we interview some of the brilliant mentors that we've onboarded and welcomed to the Recruitment Mentors community platform. And in this series, we're going to ask seven questions in 15 minutes to find out things like how they've overcome their biggest challenge this year to understanding a bit more about um, the ways that they've been winning business this year as well. So I'm joined by... Chris. Chris, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and then we're going to get straight into it. Thank you, Hashem. Um, So as you can see, my name is Chris Bennett. I'm the Nordics business manager here at Evolution Recruitment uh, based in Warrington. I've been in recruitment seven years after an aspiration to be a glaciologist. I wanted to go in the army. I wanted to be a teacher. Ended up in recruitment and loved it ever since. did two years of resourcing at an oil and gas recruitment company, and then since then I've been in the IT sector. Um, done 360. Um, now I'm lucky enough to have an incredible team around me of six 360 billers. Uh, we focus mainly on the Stockholm region at the minute, and we're predominantly, um, well, in fact, all the roles we place are tech. Um, I much like the insight-led approach, uh, hence why me and Hisham get on well. Um, and yeah, just looking forward to some random questions today, really. <laughs> Love it. Let's do it. First one. Yeah. What, what's been your biggest challenge this year and, and how have you overcome it? Um, right. Okay. Great start. Um, biggest challenge this year. So what? Four, four and a half months in. Um, has to, it's, it's probably been the discussion around working at home and working in the office. Yeah. Um, so how have we overcome that? Um, we have a very flat structure at, here at Evolution and, and definitely within my team. Um, we we have a retrospective every Friday for an hour and a half where we just reflect. And so if there's any discussions like that, I prefer to bring them up in that conversation. Um, 
And so we brought it up several times on this conversation. Um, and I've asked the team two questions. Does it work for you? And does it work for the team? And if it's a yes to both of those, doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. So um, that's that's how we approach it. Yeah. And this is going to be a con continuation because I've had three people join me during lockdown. So um, one, one of the benefits of being a team is that you get to pass leads, you get to pass jobs, but therefore there's kind of some give and take and where, where you got um, some trainees starting. We need some of the senior people in the office every so often. Yeah. So that's been that's been our biggest challenge. Uh, just figuring out because likewise I like to work from home as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Just it's working true. out what the balance is. And it's also like, what does that even look like in the office now? Is it a four hours in the office for two hours in the gym, back to the office? Is it some sort of core hours? So it's all these type of things that uh, it's been challenging. So, um, yeah, it's an ongoing thing, but we use the retrospective, flat team culture, and those two questions. Is it good for you? Is it good for the team? Yeah, love that. Okay, next question. What has been the most effective way for you and your team to win business so far this year? Podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, easily the podcast. Um, yeah. And, well, no, it's we've been doing um, the podcast now for nearly twelve months. We mm -hmm. have gone through a long process um, of figuring out the process of how we do that. Yeah, how we get people on. What happens when we're on there? How do you qualify them? How do you turn it into business? Um, and I'm lucky enough to have an incredible marketing team. Uh, that helps support me do this um so yes that's how we win all of our business and that is how we develop all our previous clients into better clients interesting so i want to know from you chris what mm -hmm. advice would you give chris bennett going into that first oil and gas recruitment job if you could oh. go back and speak to yourself seven years ago yeah. what, what would you say to him um, right, okay. um, I would say, um, I'll, to be honest, I, I wouldn't change much, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed my journey in, in uh, recruitment. Um, I, when I joined Evolution, I found a real passion to do 360. Yeah. The full process. It's where the money's at. Um, it's where all the hard challenges are. Um, it takes the most skill, it takes the most dedication, um, and you get paid handsomely for it. Um, so I would say get yourself into 360 straight away. Get yourself into tech recruitment straight away. Um, and yeah, yeah, try and do those okay. two things. Yeah, nice. You do, love that. <laughs> Doing evolution, yeah. So yeah. slightly different, slightly different one on this yeah. one. Okay. So I want to hear from you. What has been mm. the funniest, stroke, weirdest, strangest candidate excuse that you've heard so far in your career? Oh. Do you know the best thing about being the Nordics? You don't yeah. get this. Um, what's the word? Rubbish. Let's say. Really? Yeah, you don't get this rubbish. 
Yeah. What about when you um, work in the UK then? Does anything jump out? Um, does anything jump out in the UK? No, I ha- it's not it's not funny to be honest. I was dealing, I was doing Scala recruitment in the UK and yeah. um, a guy um, was working for one of my clients in Dublin, a contractor, and he randomly just handed his notice in because he thought his contract was coming to an end. He had like three months left. Yeah, he was, and spoke to the hiring manager and like we really confused everyone. And I managed to spin it round. Yeah, managed to convince him to stay. <laughs> and he, and we said, right, okay, by the sounds of it, you need to break. So go away, have your two week break, get yourself back in Dublin. Yeah, and crack on. Yeah, so it was really really good recruitment. Yeah, we managed to sort it out. Job done. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks later on that Monday morning, 4am, I got a message saying, I'm not going back. I was like, oh, God. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was a brilliant client of mine as well. Um, and it was just horrible. What was the reason? What did you just say, oh, I'm not, I just don't want to go back? Just, yeah, just didn't want to go back. Yeah. I know his name, I'm not going to say it, but yeah. Just <laughs> really, really annoying. Yeah. And it just it just shows you the limitations we sometimes have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just less alert, really. Just less yeah, alert. Fair. Fair. Yeah, not not yeah, I can still see that it hurts you a bit, so not the worst thing is I heard that text and it was like half four or something like that. Oh. I heard I heard that text come through. You knew, and you knew yeah. straight away. And I was up from then. I went into work. I was in work at like ten past five, quarter past five, um, trying to find a replacement. It's horrible. Okay. Right. So next question is: it's a bit more of a scenario. Okay. I just want to hear how you'd approach the scenario. So scenario is a particular business that you've been trying to get in with some time. They're a business that have a a great brand, and you're confident that you can you can definitely help them. Now this business, someone at that business finally bites. Might expect in the CV, might try to invite them on your podcast. Um, but the relevant person in that business bites and comes back to you. So they, they book in an introduction call with you. Um, yeah. You prepare for that call. The call's going well. You're building rapport. But it gets to crunch time and it gets to the point of the conversation where we're talking about next steps. And they say the classic, look, Chris, it's been great to speak. But unfortunately, all the agencies that we engage with at the moment, we, we only work with um, if they're on our PSL. Um, so I'm really glad we had this call, but we're going to have to leave it there as you're not on our PSL. So I just want to hear, what would you say, or what would your approach be to, I guess, try and maintain that relationship or continue it in the right direction? Or how would you approach that scenario? Oh, okay. Give me one that. No, this comes up all the time, doesn't it really? And one thing I would say is, um, if you're doing UK recruitment, this is going to come up loads. Yeah. Yeah. When I've worked on the continent, this doesn't come up. Yeah. So in Europe, mainland Europe, yeah, 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 in Europe, this this doesn't come up as much, but in the UK, it came up loads. Um, but likewise, um, I was doing UK recruitment four years ago, five years ago now. Um, so I've learned a lot since then. Um, so in answer to your question. When I go on client calls now, yeah, my expectation is to set the agenda, yeah, 
setting the agenda means you're going to get what you want to want to get out of it. Yeah. So really clear. Get some introductions. Make sure that's all sorted. Get the introductions and make sure you qualify that person after their introduction. Yeah. Um, finding what, what what they're doing, how many people they've got, what current recruitment processes. Let's ask as many questions as possible. Um, and then with the uh, PSL thing, I don't really go on calls to get that straight away. I'm looking to get them on my podcast, right? Okay. You'll have seen like in some recruitment companies, like one, you need like seven seven stages to do business with someone. Yeah. there'll be loads of different posters knocking about if you use the podcast it's like an injection of speed yeah on that relationship (laughs) no trust me trust me because you're adding value yeah you're adding value you're adding value to me today yeah Yeah. and the relationships moves faster because you've given them something yeah now there'll be loads of other things apart from podcasts that will will be classed as adding value yeah, and it's just one of them. So right now, my team now focus on the podcast. Yeah, so that's what we're going to invite them on to. Yeah, so if that question comes up about PSL, right, fine. I'm going to have a call with them next week. Yeah, to prep them for the podcast. I'm going to have a call with them the week after to get them on the podcast. I'm going to have a follow up call with them. Yeah, I can get around the PSL thing. Yeah. But generally, you need time to do that, yeah? Um, so that that's the way I get around it. But like I said, it doesn't come up as often on the... Um, yeah. no, I think I really I really like that. Advice is, I, I love the advice on, and this is something that I, I've done quite consistently now, quite long when I... I got it from my old boss in recruitment, to be fair. When I went on client meetings with him, he would sort of set the tone, basically, setting the agenda of like, right, so... Here today, what I'd really like to do is introduce myself, tell you a bit about us, find out more about you, da, 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 and then all that, right? So I guess love this. Basically, to tie us up, advice is before when make sure on these calls you're getting you're you're setting the scene, you're setting the agenda of like, okay, so this is what we're hoping to get out of this call. And then before, hopefully, what you should be doing before you get anywhere near that PSL conversation is you're finding out as much information as possible. Yeah. Which should then which should then enable you if you don't have a podcast and you're listening to this, but if you do that bit before, what mm. you can then do is go, okay, I understand that it could take some time, but because you said this, let me see if I can help you with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it could be introduction. It could introduction to someone because you found that piece of information out. It could be this, it could be that. But I think that's the advice that you're saying is like do all that bit before to find out where you can give them value and keep the the relationship going or give yourself more opportunities to build that relationship and speed it up there is literally totally right there is literally thousands of ways to get around this yeah and in your scenario i'm just thinking they reached out to me then right and they they said someone's bitten and yeah they, yeah they've set a call so in your agenda that is so what are you looking to get out of today yeah. ask them that right yeah and then you'll figure out yeah, so the more questions you can ask. So make sure, make sure you gender, yeah, this is Chris Bennett. Tell them about Chris Bennett. Don't give them too much, yeah. maybe two, three minutes. And then said, you want to hear about them? And then that's when you ask the questions, yeah, yeah. ask them about the personal life, what do they enjoy, mm. what's the passions, um, what's the team size, what, what were they brought in to do? 
uh, usual stuff, find out like, how's recruitment going, what are you doing about it. Um, yeah, it's really about those questions early on. But if you just set the agenda, do your prep properly, yeah, you can get around a lot of these things. Yeah, and yeah. and, and, and at, the end of the, at the end of the day, if someone says about their PSL, you're probably not asked the right questions at the start because that shouldn't that question shouldn't surprise you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, mm. look, well, we'll go into the final question now, but it's like, I think where, and I, I was guilty of this, but like, I think, and I'm sure you have been and you've seen your team at this when they've been hit with this, maybe not recently, obviously, but like, instead, like, it's basically you're tr- like, instead of going, okay, I'll call you back in 90 days or okay, I'll call you back in two months time when you're reviewing your PSL. Well, actually what Chris is saying here is like, what can you do in the meantime? to, to yeah. give them value and maintain that's that's the thing isn't it it's like instead of going oh, fair enough yeah i understand i respect that you've got to follow that let me call you back in two months well no what can you do in in between there to speed up that relationship and add that value right that that's the, the exactly. part that hopefully people can take away. yeah exactly. so, yeah final question then what is a lot a real popular area for recruiters which i hear time and time again in the community and ongoing is time management so this is my final question so for you what's like a non-negotiable that you live by like each day each week that you feel has had a massive impact on your productivity and helps you ensure that you maximize each day as a recruiter just loads what well okay well what when i say Chris, what is it? So, like, what do you, what is a non-negotiable for you? Eat like, what are the non-negotiables for you each and okay. every day that you live by that impact productivity and getting the most out of your days? Slave to your diary. Yeah. So, if you've not done the day plan, it's kind of like it's a really big sin on my team if you've not done the day plan. Just, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Think of any successful person there's ever been. Can you imagine not planning the day? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. So act like that straight off. Um, 10 before 10 is nice. Yeah, think about the core things that you need to do every single day and do them early on. Um, I've got a few of those. I don't have 10, but um, get those done straight away. Um, and have some automation running every day. <laughs> that's that's yeah. my advice. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. And I think, I mean, you you really impacted me on this, but I think the the retrospective that you do of your team, I think that's great. Obviously, that's like a weekly thing, but the yeah. so you you have a non negotiable for you and your team each week is the hour to hour and a half retrospective. Which you, just real quick, and then we'll finish. Like, could you just like what's the purpose of those retrospective sessions, and how does it help you and your team? Real quick, um, the purpose of the retrospective is um, to make sure people go into the week weekend not stressing about stuff. That was the original purpose. Uh, It's a tough job and you want to enjoy your weekend, yeah? And so we wanted the Friday. Last thing we do is to have a meeting about how the week's gone, yeah? Um, We set it up. uh, You can't miss it unless you've obviously got a day off and stuff like that. Obviously, we're not that uh, strict. But you can't miss it. So even if you've got the biggest offer with the biggest client, you're not allowed to miss it. Yeah, and that's our agreement as a team um, because that's where, yeah, it's where, where we can just crack on with our weekends, yeah, enjoy it. I mean, there's several things I ask on the meeting, in fact, let me open. And again, it's the retro like anything, 
is something that is ever changing as well. So it's just asking the team yeah. what what we're trying to get out of this meeting. So we have here we go. The questions we have at the minute: How does everyone feel? How yeah. are you balanced? Yeah. So are you doing the gym? Are you still walking and stuff like that? Is it important to be mentally screwed on for this job? I think. Yeah. So uh, KPIs for the week. So what KPIs did we set at the start of the week that we wanted to do? Yeah. If you're not hitting, why? Yeah. That's fine. If not, but well, what's the plan next week? We review our Trello board where we've got all our jobs. Yeah, what can we do to get things over the line? Uh, review of finishers, podcast review, which ones can we fill, and then actions for next week. Yeah. Um, Love that. Yeah, and that's it. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. That I wouldn't, I, I just know that'd be honestly, I've, I, so personally, I do that because I do a bit of admin on Sunday. So I do that on Sunday, hour. And then I just feel, yeah, so that I, I absolutely um, love that. So I've taken that from you. Yeah, yeah it's so, just clearing your mind, clearing your mind and working as a team. That's it. Yeah. Chris, that's 50 minutes of a mentor. We're slightly over, but thank you so much. No worries. Cheers, man.